and welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, your doppelrat medicine Noah Perito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola. Orking Girl. Ooh! It was just a play on the 1988 film Working, Working Girl. Girl. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, with Sojourney Weaver. Of course. A fantastic film. Everyone's familiar with that We're one. All, if you haven't, again, join our movie club. It's or all just featured watch on the, the Patreon. Bob's Burgers episode where yes. they do a musical version of it that Tina's in. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. that. Don't watch the movie. <laughs> that one, watch that yeah. instead. Uh, well, you know, let's, let's jump right in. Make sure your familiar is vaccinated. It's time for the recap. Last time, Gorgonzola made it to the capital of the empire, Aurelia, the city of gold. Woohoo, baby! After a wild morning and a traumatic rat attack on the subway, Zola took a quick nap, waking to find the wound she had sustained in battle had gotten much worse. Rat attack is my um, favorite Pokemon. Oh, I love rat attack. <laughs> um, heading downstairs, Barley informed the newbie that if she didn't get the bite treated, a monstrous mutant clone would emerge from her wound. Horrified, Zola acquired the location of the nearest clinic, hustling there to put her name in. The crowded and understaffed urgent care was struggling to get through the list of patients, and with a bit of time to spare, Zola continued her planned promenade throughout the city, looking for anything of interest and finding a poor goblin dressed in rags being beaten by Imperial soldiers. Not, not what I was looking for. Not what I, no. I was thinking maybe like a taco truck? Any sort of or like, like... a pop-up? Yeah, there's like some halal on the corner, <laughs> and also a goblin getting its ass kicked in that alley. <laughs> they ignored Zola's inquiries about what was going on, and were debating on whether or not to bring the goblin in warm or cold. Before they could announce their decision, Zola leapt in, using the fog cloud spell that had been imbued in the shard in Arc 1 when Scram let it eat the Ionstone of Reserve. <laughs> wow, what a pull. Uh, and then used the lightning lure spell to lasso the goblin and pull it away from the guards. My new move. The new move. <laughs> You're going to be good for a lot of... I got to put some more rescues in here so you could be like, lasso, baby. Shoo! Uh, Looney Tune style. <laughs> Looney put a cane around their neck. <laughs> Off stage. Taking swings from the two guards, Zola sprinted back into the streets, clipping the goblin into a baby Bjorn she had been using for Stilton. The guards pursued, but stopped when the mysterious land scorcher entered from above, cutting the head off of one of them. While Zola protected the goblin, land scorcher did what he does best, scorched land, incinerating the two remaining guards where they stood with not one, but two fireballs. Show off. Show off. I've never gotten to cast fireball. Technically a spell that you can get at some point. You do get a third level slot, like way in the line, and fireball is one of the spells they suggest you pick up because it's likely the most damage you can do in like a single turn, depending on how things are going. See you guys in 50 episodes. See you in 50 eppies. <laughs> As the smoke and fog cleared, Landscorcher turned his attention towards Zola, declaring that she reeked of undeath whilst pointing at the shards stored in her pocket. Zola tried to explain what was going on, but still in her furious bloodline, she impulsively swung at the vigilante, which he caught with his metal hand. Annoying. Very annoying. <laughs> what the hell? It's too cool. <laughs> too cool. The two were at a standoff. But given they seemed to be having similar interests, they agreed to meet at the Drunken Drake tomorrow evening before he disappeared in a puff of smoke. Arms sore, body cut, Zola went to the back to the clinic, where she met Dr. Tortuga, a turtle physician who gave her an ointment that killed the infection and would prevent any sort of mutant clone growth for free. Was it for free? Or did our hero just move too fast for this turtle to charge her? We'll never know. <laughs> Cured? Weird. I, I just receive a bill to the Drunken Drake. Drunken Drake. That's 50 gold. There's an invoice. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, we'll never know. Uh, cured, weary, but still looking to explore the city a bit more. 
Uh, Zola took the honor line north all the way to the worship district, where, after some wandering a bit, she followed the signs to find the glorious Temple of the Wild. A cathedral covered in plant life with a massive tree bursting from its St. Basilica-esque dome, dedicated to all the deities of life and nature. There she met High Priest Moss Peacewillow. The elderly man greeted our hero and after some chatting, invited her into his small study off the side of the church where they shared some coffee with oat milk and discussed the financial troubles of the temple. This is, what an exciting episode. Right? My this favorite been. scene of the pod so far. <laughs> you not understanding. You, a vegan in real life, pretending to not understand at all. How Please put a was. lot of those um, like kind of like um, sassy hipster Oatly ads in the, <laughs> on the subway. Oatly, get at us. We would love to plug you in my world. Uh, I think that it's very on brand with your advertising techniques. Uh, okay, anyways. Apparently, the newspaper was a bit misleading in its language about the situation. It was not that the clergy was refusing to pay, but was unable to pay. And the fights that had broken out between them and the guard were instigated by the aggressive tendencies of the imperial troops, not by the clergy or practitioners. Zola first offered her muscle and then her brain to help the priest, suggesting a bake sale during the charcuterie festival to earn the gold they needed. He agreed that that was a great idea, and Zola set off back to the tavern, feeling pretty good about helping that old man. Uh, that was such like a neo-lib solution I offered. Though, <laughs> Have you about now. thought like, about a bake sale? Hmm, we could just um, like start a GoFundMe for <laughs> the for the money that the guards are beating you up for. <laughs> when structural change is not possible, sometimes you gotta turn to a bake sale. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta just bake a few goods and hope for the best. Go more girls your way out of that shit. Go more girls. Oh, what a pull. I love that show. On the train home, Zola encountered a strange stone that looked a lot like an egg. Because it was an egg. Egg. Uh, after some analysis, she realized that this was a basilisk egg. Someone had accidentally left it on the train. Seeing its potential danger and value, the half-orc stored the egg in her bag and eventually found herself back at the drunken drake, ready to take a long rest. But before she could, no. with the nat 20 perception check, she heard a voice from the room across the hall from hers, Smite's room, a voice that sounded exactly like Landscorchers, confirming her theory that the two were one and the same. And that is where we are right now. You are standing outside of the room. You're in that hallway that has a window at the end overlooking the, the night city streets. You have like your key in the door, literally about to go in, but you heard that cuss and you paused. There's, there's, it's quiet now, only still and just like purring at your feet, rubbing against the door, trying to get inside. Do, do you want to just, do you want to just meet now? <laughs> oh should, we, should we just do it now? There's a long, long pause. It's me. <laughs> Your shh, friend from earlier. Enough, enough. Don't shh. Quiet. <laughs> Don't say anything more. There could be ears everywhere. Tomorrow. Tomorrow would be great. You're already in your pajamas. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you seeing through the door? No, don't, never mind. Forget that. I was just assuming. I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs> he does not answer after that. <laughs> um, you, you hear him settling down, um, and then there's just silence. It's not like he's, like, snoring or anything. He's just clearly, like, laying in bed, <laughs> willing himself to sleep. Um, what would you like to do? Are you just going to head to bed now, or is there anything else you want to accomplish before you sleep? Um, I guess I talked to Stilton a little bit about um, our day. I'm like, I show him the egg. <laughs> I let him 
<laughs> look at the egg a little bit. He just spent some time like sniffing and rubbing his his scent glands against it, trying to mark it. Uh, he we, like bats it a little bit. We eat some of the food that um, Flambe, that Flambe gave us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I guess I guess before I go to sleep one more time, I will do my best with this cipher. Okay, give me. This is so funny. This is something I actually prepared for. Give me an intelligence check. Every time I do this, it's so. You truly can. I'm never gonna get it. You truly can try. Have you ever? Um, have you ever beaten a twenty? Is what I'm trying to say. No. Okay, yeah. So a tw- I'm gonna say this right now. You need to hit a twenty. You need or to hit higher. a twenty. Yeah. So I need to roll an eighteen. An eighteen. Right. You have a plus two to intelligence. I have plus two to intelligence. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's possible. I it's think possible. the highest I'd probably roll was like a fourteen or fifteen. I feel like I remember a seventeen, but yeah, yeah oh, essentially. Yeah. Which meant you rolled a 15. Nope. Nope. 14. Yeah, you're click, click, click. It feels like you're making some headway, but ultimately it you're like, I'm just going to have to keep cracking at this. I absolutely have no, like, it's almost like a Rubik's Cube, so you, but you have no techniques on how to do it. So you're just blindly twisting it, hoping that something will click into place and I unlock it. I hate puzzles. It. <laughs> uh, you give up. And again, you are also, of course, welcome whenever you want to try to unlock it. It okay. is it is un- unlike a perception check. I just want to uh, know what's in it, Noah. Do. I know. <laughs> I You've held this know. since literally arc one. There's so many things that we when have been When did I get waiting. it? Like the fourth or fifth episode? Like Episode Eight, I want to say, because okay. that's when you beat Brazala. Oh, yes, yep. yes. So you beat okay. Brazala. You found it in um, her desk along with the box that contained the crown, which you at least now know. So is I've for had sure it for like double the amount of it's been, time then. Yeah. Yep. It's been like almost two weeks since okay. we first got it. Great. We're just work, working on a little. You know what? Honestly, at in my real life, at home, I've had a jigsaw puzzle on my table for like a month. So. Mm. So this is just on brand. Yeah, I guess it's just on brand. Yeah. All right. Well, Stilton and I um, curl up. Uh, yeah, and Stilton sleeps um on right on top of my head, on top of my eyes. <laughs> Literally just, just over across. your head. Uh, yeah, you settle back in your room. I set him as look. my alarm. I'll <laughs> 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 meow. I'll meow and get you up. Start kneading on your face. Um, yeah, you take one last look out the window, overlooking the street of the sprawl. The street lights glittering as far as the eye can see. You may mark down a long rest. Um, Sick. As you awaken the next morning, still and indeed just kneading on your face, um, cl- fully clothed, <laughs> just kneading. Ah, I grab him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you grab him and snuggle him. The sun is glinting off of some buildings into your window, casting this warm glow. Uh, and outside, you already hear the hustle and bustle of the city muffled by the by the glass. Uh, it seems like it's probably a little bit after 8 a.m. because you went to bed particularly late after journeying through mm-hmm. the city. Um, so many of the people are either already at work or on their way to work right mm-hmm. now. The streets are pretty crowded. Okay. Um, you smell baked pastries and mm. freshly brewed coffee coming from below. But before we go forward, why don't you just roll a d20? We're going to roll for the shard for today. Oh, love it. Six. Six. Okay. You feel the shard glow warmer than normal in your pocket. And you take a look and you see that there is some sort of light. It's as if it's been like imbued with something. Hmm. Um, You're not sure what yet. You'll have to see. Um, Or you can try to make an arcana check with like a really high dc to kind of get the get more information but in general you see that it seems to be imbued with something else yeah shake it by my ear <laughs> hello <laughs> hang on uh 
It's an eight. An eight. Plus your arcana, which is probably not too high. No, it was an eight. Oh, total. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, it was a six plus a two. <laughs> plus two. Don't um, worry. I'm on the math now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you, you shake it in your ear. There's... I mean, you know hmm. that there's already a spell in there. Spell in here. So you're I mean, like, I got, seems similar. There's an invisibility got spell invisibility in there. Invisibility in there. There may be something Some, else. Something else. All right. Okay. I also, um, I want to gl- glance one more time. I'm like getting ready for the day, doing my hair and stuff, and the stupid ciphers on my bedside table. I just want to look at it and like, can I try and check out if I think it is a purely physical puzzle or whether there um, could be some kind of magical element. Did I already do this? I don't remember. I don't think so. So okay. yeah, give me, I guess an arcana check would okay. be this also. Right. Or investigation if that's better for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. <laughs> that surprises me. But Ooh, a 13. A 13. This, there is no sort of, obviously, even with an arcana check, you can't like tell if there's magic oozing off of it yeah. you would have to have a, um, a, a detect magic for right. that but you do suss out that this does seem to be a plain cipher just as like there's a coded sort of like passcode to get into it and so then once you special crack arcanic it, symbols on yeah just anything. some weird uh, the symbols that look on it uh you can make a history check oh okay seven seven yeah <laughs> we're, we're doing good absolutely today, mister you know what get these out of the way because you never know what's going to come next <laughs> Um, so yeah, th- that's about it. You you scan it over, but after kind of not fully knowing what it could be, you stuff it back in your bag. Um, how would, what would you like to do? You have the day ahead of you. I do have the day ahead of me, and you know what's crazy is that um, I don't know why I haven't thought. I've thought so much about the session, yet I didn't think like, oh, what should I do <laughs> like before this meeting with Lance Fortier? <laughs> I guess I walk out. Um, Yo, LS, do you want any coffee or anything? <laughs> uh. No, uh, no, no, I'm fine. Okay. Also, don't call me that out loud. Why? Please. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I'm wanted by the law. Oh, sorry. Yes. Good me too. <laughs> <laughs> After last night, I'm not surprised. All right. Um, so yeah, you- I was you... trying to be a good neighbor. <laughs> I walked down the stairs. You head down the stairs. You are overwhelmed by the smell of just breakfast foods. Uh, you see that B is hard at work cooking up some dumplings that are filled with um, bacon and egg and cheese. Mm. Um, and there's also some like s- sweet kind of um, Zeppoli kind of those like fried balls of mm-hmm. dough, essentially. Sorry, I'm still on bacon, egg and cheese dumplings. Yes. Uh, get in the comments and make that, <laughs> my friends. Crazy. Yeah. So there's there's like <laughs> breakfast sandwiches in the form of these like Whoa. pastry dumplings. Mm. Um, and you see B is like passing those out to a few people who already ordered it. Uh, good morning. Uh, how can I help you? Morning, Barley. Uh, I'll I'll get some coffee whenever you have a second. Sure, sure. Hold on one second. Al, you mind getting that? You see Al up in the rafters who is like wearing these like little sunglasses because it's too bright. He's so hungover. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. He like flaps and very slowly hovers down. You can tell that he's not meant for sustained flight. This is like clear, like a like a sugar glider he's kind of scenario. Heavy, yeah. <laughs> very bottom heavy. Um, but he lands and like scrambles through the little hole in the wall that heads into the kitchen where all the supplies are. Um, and a few moments later, he returns with a little cup of coffee and he goes, uh, "Cream of sugar? Anything?" Ah, uh, I tried this new stuff. Do you guys have oat milk? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we got some oat milk. Bees. Where's the oat milk? Uh, it should it should be in the fridge back there. Uh, all right, hold on. He goes back and comes back with some oat you milk. You guys milk your own oats here, or what's how does that? I'm still unclear on. Uh, B, I actually don't know how oat milk is made either. Uh, B looks up. 
Yeah, yeah, we milk our own oats here. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, of course. I. It's only the finest for all of our customers here at the Drunken Drake. Hey, let me ask you a question. You're sure. not too busy right now? Um, hold on one second. She just finishes getting mm-hmm. some people their food, um, returns to the bar. What's up? Dude upstairs. What, what's his deal? Smite? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, uh... He lives here long term. Yeah, he 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 pays long term rent here. He's been mm-hmm. living here for for many years now. Uh, and a good guy, good guy. Just yeah. he's helps. from he's from the city though. Yes, he was uh, born and raised here. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's weird. I thought I thought I recognized him from somewhere else. Uh no. I mean, he doesn't really have any family, as far as I know. He's mm. he used to help me out a lot more in, when the bar was going through some troubles earlier, in, you know, years back. But uh, yeah, he. He minds his own business. He's he's a good guy. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Um, anything else I can get you while you're still here? No, I'm good. Just the coffee. All right. For me. Uh, that's literally like four copper. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so few, so few coins for I, that. I ate some of Flambe's. I've got um, yeah, you've got a, some leftover, some cold pizza. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like some some cold pizza <laughs> and a few few uh, dried like salt pork, just cured meats <laughs> and little things like that. Of course, you still have some leftover cheese. From I've your got father. some Derbyshire salami <laughs> some <laughs> tucked away for Derbyshire brand. <laughs> DBB baby. Um yeah, so it, you have the day ahead of you. Um where would you like to go? You had mentioned at one point maybe wanting to go to the university, which you are welcome to do today. Yeah, you know, I think that that is what I'm going to do today. I will um get kind of all of my things together. I like go back, head back up to my room, finish my coffee, uh and kind of look over like all my stuff that I have like mm-hmm the crown and the cipher um i've got all these like ledgers and maps and documents and stuff yeah um, a lot of a lot of like tax information and so <laughs> yeah, like you start i'm like all right if i can find anyone to maybe i know nothing about taxes so <laughs> just um, know all these financial documents with no knowledge of what it can be totally normal she doesn't need these w-2s <laughs> Frizzala's uh, dead now. She, no use for the She W-2. has an estate. <laughs> Someone's got to take Someone's care of that. Someone's got to settle that. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I, I head out for the day, and I okay. let the crowd carry me to the subway. Yeah, you you walk with the crowd, the hustle and bustle. You... Working nine <laughs> to five. Um, Polly, that's just playing in your head and as I'm you go in, um, And I'm, I'm in a blazer. <laughs> I borrow a blazer that was left in the... Um, left in the closet <laughs> there? Closet, yeah. yeah, you're wearing it's a nice tweed. blazer. It's a tweed blazer. You look over like a my, professor. Over, over my uh, and you walk through, there's lots of wide shots cutting between you walking through the city with the cheery look on your face, paying mind, not looking up, you know, it's not just taking like space. the last shot of Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> yes, exactly. You are Will Smith in this moment. There's a lot of movie references going on in today's episode. Catch up on the movie club, you, uh, which is a Patreon tier. Um, okay, so yeah, you fa- eventually you make your way to the subway, you head below ground, you pay two silver, which you can cool. mark off. Damn, you know, y'all, the money is it's leaking away it's, day by day. You do you do five gold here, five gold, two silver here, three copper there, and before you know it, you're down to five hundred forty gold, two silver, and nine copper. It's wow! Like, how does it happen? How does it happen? You're gonna be broke any day now. <laughs> <I'm> feeling, <laughs> just cold palms, like every time oh, a God. coin leaves my hand. No, I've never had money before. <laughs> I said, the 
great thing about D&D is that, like, you can feel stressed about money in your real life, and you can feel stressed about money in your mm-hmm. fake life. I love that about D&D. <laughs> um, yeah, so you head down into the subway. You pay the toll. Um, you head to the red line, passing by these massive posters matching the propaganda you saw. Of course, some advertisement for, for Oatly brand oat milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I draw a mustache on the emperor. <laughs> you t- give me a sleight of hand check. All right. You have no I chose. I chose this, so I can't You pull out a little ink and quill. Two. Two. <laughs> you, I'm going to roll a pure luck check <laughs> to see if there's any guards around. That's a nat 20. There are no guards around, but people fully watch you gonna, come over. There's going to be like a full There's a battalion. No, no, no. Not 20 you're safe. You're safe. So you you draw a little mustache on him. You take your sweet time doing it, too, which is why why it's a two for your sleight of hand. Um, but eventually you finish up. It it looks great. Maybe you have a career in art. Maybe there's a college for that. Sultan, can you lick this? My marker's running out. <laughs> He's doing that, like, capping with it. Just, like, flapping their tongue trying to clean it. Um, yeah, so you head down the stone steps onto the train platform that stretches in far directions. Um, you head to the worship-bound side because you are essentially at near the end of the line. You don't mm-hmm. want to head deeper into the sprawl. Um, there are a few individuals wearing those robes you saw from last night, like those druidic kind of green and brown, very natural fiber outfits. Um, there are lots of working class people here. It looks like they're preparing to head to meal plan um, to start work. There is some chatter here and there, but eventually you begin to hear the humming of the train and coming down the track is the sparkling gold subway train. Um, the lights on the front illuminating the tunnel as it vroom, 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 flies by, slowing as the arcane crackles cease and it settles into place. You hear the and the doors open. You enter into the car after, of course, waiting for people to exit. I check for eggs immediately. <laughs> Give me a perception check. All right. <laughs> any egg? Egg check. Nine. Nine. Doesn't <laughs> seem to be any eggs. You see there is just Egg a, check still in. Yeah, egg check. Oh, yeah. Roll with advantage for Oh, yeah. Still, still totally you. looking for eggs. Fourteen. Fourteen. You see a guy on a bench in the corner it just eating raw eggs. Just cracking them and tossing them in his mouth. Mmm. Those are the only eggs you see. City life is weird. City life is weird. You hear a stand clear of the closing doors, please. And as the doors shut, uh, give me a D20 roll. That egg guy just reminded me of the other day when I went on the subway and every single person was wearing masks except for one guy who just ate two full heroes. Like, Whoa. He two just, he had full two heroes? subway heroes and he pounded them shits down. How like, long were you on the subway for? From the end of the M line into Manhattan, like an hour and 20 minutes or something. Like he's I mean, eating the whole time. He, I guess he had the time. <laughs> he, he was, was hungry. Like, My lunch break, I gotta eat I'm two. like, look, I've eaten on the subway a lot too. I get it. Like, especially if you have two jobs or something, you're going between. But we're, we're in a whole ass underground. It's, like. <laughs> it's not a good time for that. All right. 11. The train squeals along the rail, everyone minding their own business. Um, again, it's this is because it's more of that working class train. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit less clean than the other trains that you've seen. Uh, there are some a few little vandalisms here and there, some stickers um, mm-hmm. plastered on the walls. Every once in a while, it stops at a station, but you know you're waiting for it to get off at Knowing Street the in the Nugget District. So you are, you know, just waiting as the streets pass by. <laughs> it's called the Nugget District. It's so <laughs> 
cute. So I know that it's like a nugget of information, but I'm just picturing a big chicken nugget. Just a big, it's a chicken nugget, actually. Um, yeah, so you, it zooms along the track. Um, as it stops at one of the stations, you see a group of halflings in hmm. matching vests, hats, and sunglasses enter. No. One begins no, to drop no. a beat, and the others move around the cart, waving their hands in the Fuck air. Showtime! Immediately, they all start taking turns breakdancing. Zola and utilizing is standing poles by like the door, right by the pole, and doesn't realize that she should find somewhere else <laughs> this to stand. Is a dangerous place, and it's already too late. Immediately, they're just crowding that space. You're like, if I move now, I'm definitely I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get. <laughs> um, you see they're like spinning. One of them takes the pole and does like a full twist around it. Give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> There's one encounters on this table, it. baby. Ten. Ten, you just fail. You take three damage as as he spins, you get kicked in the face with this halfling shoe. He goes, sorry, uh, and they keep dancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> all of them are chanting in rhythm. They're like, go, 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 as the beatboxer continues. All right, clap. Uh, one starts balancing on his hat and his shoe flipping it up on his knee, then up into the air onto his head. The halflings are cheering. Uh, one slides through one's legs and leaps up to give a kick. Give me another dexterity saving throw to see if you can dodge in time. 17. 17. You lean back as the as the halfling flips in the air and lands. They continue to dance. Um, the train is now slowing as it's arriving to the next station. Um, you see one of the halflings is coming around with his hat, like putting out, you see some people dropping some copper and I silver. noticed you guys aren't saying that thing they usually say, the no one got hurt, no one got kicked in the face, no one. <laughs> Hey, if you want to have a good dance, sometimes you got to break a few eggs. And the <laughs> guy in the corner just cracking, cracking eggs. <laughs> in his mouth. You're nodding enthusiastically. Right, I give him a copper. Okay, you toss him a copper. It's hard up here. Uh, and eventually they leave and the train starts up again. Uh, and you no, find you your loon. way. <laughs> you absolute you loon. absolute madman. <laughs> Mad person. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you head through it. Eventually, you make it to Knowing Street, the Nugget District. You exit out onto the streets. I just have the print of a shoe now on my face for the rest of the <laughs> yeah, there's a, episode. You, you already feel a bruise forming on your cheek. <laughs> oh, man, what a fun start. I was really hoping that you would get something like minimal, and that's the perfect one. Rising from the rail station, you walk out into the warmth of the day, heading north up the yellowish stone street, passing the red stuccoed golden buildings towering above you towards the Nugget or Education District. Rising between you and your goal is a gargantuan golden wall in the distance, separating the districts, and you see the only entrance, at least in this area, this 50-foot-tall high archway gate, above which is a sort of guard tower that overlooks this entire area, and below you see these Imperial Guards standing on either side of the opening, their armor bright in the morning sun. Um, there is, in between this opening, a sort of toll booth with turnstiles letting mm -hmm. students in and out. Um, you watch as some of them, they're like showing their IDs, the guy will nod and they'll head through. You see there's lots and lots of these students all wearing these these bright red and gold robes, uh, pretty much almost all matching. It's very like Harry Potter, kind of mm -hmm. all wearing uniform. Some have satchels and bags stuffed with books, all excitedly chattering. Uh, beyond the opening, just through, you can peek in and see that there are apartment buildings and far in the distance, rising high, an observatory tower, which looks to be right before a glittering glass pyramid, the erudite mm. study. 
You approach in awe, entering into the line amongst the students. I assume, is there anything else you want to do beforehand? Yeah, I uh, turn into Larry Gilbert. Okay, you you change into <laughs> also, Larry Gilbert. can we say that when I use my ring evolution, that also works on Stilton. I can go Stilton disguises, please. <laughs> you know I just what? want to turn him into a fat orange cat instead of a cow cat. Yeah, I'll say that the illusion extends over him to make him look just Because I feel like maybe they would be like, oh, this orc who has like a cow-patterned cat. Consistently like, cow-patterned animals are yeah, near you. Yeah, so. exactly. So I still and becomes like a, a tubby old orange cat. And I <laughs> just hold, <laughs> <laughs> I just hold him with one arm like at my side. With so like cute. feet and arms dangling. Dangling. He's just doing that cat thing where they go immobile the moment someone picks them up. Uh, and you see that there are definitely some people with familiars too. So it's not okay. unheard of okay. for you to have an animal. Um, yes, I'm Larry. You get into line and hear two people talking behind you. One of them looks to be a young, nerdy-looking man who looks a lot like <laughs> you. Um, and he's clutching his backpack and talking to a buff dwarven woman with a blonde beard discussing enrollment. Uh, uh, are, you, are you all signed up for classes? I'm, I'm still waiting to find out if I got into intro to trans. Um, an athletic-looking dwarven woman responds confidently, I'm saving into trans for next semester, trying to get a few of the gen eds out of the way before, you know, that kind of settling in, you know, cantrips 101 and all that. Uh, I'm going into war magic, so I'm not too worried about the other schools. And as he's chatting, there are a few finely robed, kind of older students passing by this entire line. Uh, one of them shoulders you. He's, he's got a pale face, a little bit sunburnt, blonde hair, oddly familiar with a long nose and golden pince-nez on the edge of it. A move it, freshman. Passes you by uh, and walks to the front of the line. Give me an insight check. This is Okay. This is just a, <laughs> just is like almost a... Seven. Seven. He looks familiar, weirdly, but that would make no sense because you've, in terms of people hmm. you've met... I've never been people here. People in Padalik and people on the open seas. And you definitely didn't see him on the open yeah. seas. Uh, nothing. All right. Um, Zola is, uh, just ignores being called a freshman. She's like, I, I have no skin in this game. <laughs> this isn't really going to work on no. me. So <laughs> not worth, not worth the trouble. <laughs> Whatever's going on here. Um, I, I feel bad. So I turn around to Larry Dilbert and tap him on the shoulder. Excuse uh, me, Larry what? Dilbert. Uh, Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Keep it cool for a sec. I twist my ring and show that I'm someone else, like, real quick. Like, I flash myself and my cat. It takes, it's a six-second casting time, so I'll okay. say that it's, like, for six seconds, it's, like, one, two, three. <laughs> You're, like, you gesture, kind of, like, hey, don't worry. I'm I'm not you. <laughs> it's, it's oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I say to him, hey, man, um... I found your ID, um, and listen, I have some really cool shit that I need to get into the university. Uh, Do you think you can help me out? Uh, Look, is there like a back entrance I can let you in or something? I just need it this once. I took my meds this morning. Is this a hallucination? Uh, you see the dwarf goes, no, I am seeing it too. Uh, you guys are students. It's a ring of illusion. Is that that uncommon? Uh well, it's, I mean, it is, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a rare item. Uh, I just, uh, you know. Larry, you, the line is dwindling. I need your answer. Can you do me a solid, please? Uh, give me a <laughs> persuade, either intimidation or persuasion. Um, cause you're not lying. So it's, yes. it's one of the two. Even though I'm better at intimidation, I'm not trying to intimidate him. I am trying to persuade him. I'm just trying to be like, 
Larry, listen, do me a solid, man. Like, trying to be like another student. Be like, I man, will. let me real quick use your identity. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Seven minus one, six. You know what? I will give you advantage on this because Thank you are, you. you're being honest fully for like the first time. I you're like, I have like some like items I need to check out. out of this. Yeah. It's like, classes or whatever uh, larry come on man i just i can you help me i mean i just need to show some stuff to somebody um 11 11 um i i have to i have to get to uh enrollment i don't want to i don't want to not get into any of the classes i was going to sign up for no, i'm um, not going to enroll in any classes as you're just trying to get past the guards look larry this is this is a matter of worldwide importance larry Larry, you're involved in something here that's bigger than you. Uh, Larry, this is bigger than the universe. Larry, this is bigger than Aurelia. You need uh, to just lend me your ID for like two seconds uh, and I'll let you in near the calf, okay? I'm assuming that there's a calf and there's a door somewhere near there. Zola just just clutching at words that seem college-like. College words, college words, (laughs) buzzwords I've heard. Tataria, what do you think? Uh, you see the dwarf looks you up and down. Perhaps we will go get a coffee at a cafe nearby. Um, I will say this. They are not going to let him in until you exit. So you have one hour yeah. to do what you need to do and get out. Perfect. No, absolutely. Okay. Yes, I'll make it happen. Okay. You're the best. Where should I meet you guys? Because I'll give you your ID back. Uh, By the way, you dropped this. <laughs> uh I already got a new one. Uh, oh, okay. So is this one expires? It's not gonna scan? Uh, no, it's it's. There's no expiration date on it. It's it's more of a. Do you have meal plan? I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna use your meal uh, plan, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah, please don't. I have, it's limited flexi on there. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, we'll be at that cafe over there. You see one? It's like Cafe Veracity. It's a student cafe that's outside the walls. Guys, you're really you're saving me today. Uh, well, it's a long story. All right, I'm already back in line. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, you see that? Um, she puts his her arm around him and guides him off. He looks. This is. It's not. You know. It's not crazy that there would be disguised self happening outside of here, <laughs> yeah. but it is something that in general is not common. Common. You're okay. far enough back in line. Give me a stealth check with advantage, just because you're just far enough back that the guards aren't there looking for you. Okay, thank you for the advantage, because the first one was a five, second one was a 13. 13. Passive perception for them is a 12. Um, you managed to kind of briefly do this. There's enough people crowding around that, and people aren't paying mind that you get away with this. So you are approaching the front. There is probably just a few, like, you know, a handful of people before you now. It took maybe five or so minutes just to get this far. Um, and as you're approaching, you hear a little voice in your head. Oh, no. Zola. Hey. Have you given any thought to my proposal? Which one? Sorry. You know, the one where I'm like, dispel magic on this and oh, make me come out so oh, I can change the world oh. for the better. Ah, uh, yeah. So I have, that's crazy. I honestly kind of, I'm so sorry. I kind of, I should have written it down because I have so much going on. I don't know if you realize I've been traveling a lot. It's, again, it's kind of like in and out here. I'm oh. getting little snippets. Okay. You sound like you're in a bar. You're no longer on the boat, I see. Yeah. Okay. How is it? Where are we? Um, we're in the capital. Uh, the capital? What is it like here? Who's in charge? Um, well, 
you know, the Empire, it seems. But there's a lot of uh, different kinds of people here. Mm. All under his rule. This is oppression. The... Alright, we agree on that part, yeah. Listen, I hope I don't sound too impatient, but I have been quite generous with my time. I need to help people. You've seen, if this is as diverse as it once was, you, you must know that this isn't right. This is... These people, it, this is not their home. This is not right. I must get out. You're saying they should all move out? I, you know, we can figure out the minutia once I am out of here. I feel like minutia is kind of important. I'm actually, I'm in a line right now. Do you mind if I get back to you in a little bit? Like, um, I haven't quite gotten the dispel magic thing down yet, so I'm still working on it. Mm. Give me a deception check. Okay. Six. <laughs> Seven minus one. Hmm. Zola, Zola, Zola. That's if you my won't name. free Don't me, wear it out. perhaps one of the mages in this city will. I'm sure that there is someone wretched enough to stoop to this level and help me. Perhaps they w I will turn my favor to them. How? You're in my pocket. Details. You'll see. You should free me soon. Uh, what are you going to do? With that, there is no more answers. Um, and at that okay, point, you you near the front, you see these these guards, They the people in front of you flash their IDs and head inside. You walk up, you flash your ID. Mm-hmm. And begin to walk. Mm -hmm. um, and then you hear, oh, hold on one second. Larry Dilbert? I keep walking. Uh, sir, sir, wait. Um, you get him. Uh, you see some guards peel off from the group at the gate as you enter into the streets of the Can Nugget. Can I try and um, blend into the crowd, Assassin's Creed style? <laughs> Give me a stealth check. <laughs> I just start gesturing my hand at someone as just, if I'm in their circle. Like, just talking. chatting. <laughs> oh no. Six! What's happening to me? <laughs> you feel a hand on your shoulder as one of the guards stops you. What's up, man? I'm late for class. <laughs> if you don't mind coming with us, we have been notified that a Larry Dilbert from the Glory Pits has been causing trouble. So we need to ask you a few questions. From the Glory want... Pits? Uh, yes, they said um, someone with the name Larry Dilbert came into the city um, immediately... Got an old man in trouble, cast a spell and disappeared. No, you that's someone who used my identity. You see, I dropped my last ID card, and I, this is a new one that I had to issue, and someone else found it, and I heard, too, that they have a, um, a disguise spell. They've been illegally using magic, and they <laughs> transformed themselves into me. Wow. I'm a victim this of is a identity crazy lie. fraud. Uh... Um, give me a deception check with advantage because there is so much truth within this lie. I have to reward you for it. That's, that's my You're basically, you strategy are, for this, I just want to call back to episode one of arc two, or I guess it'd be chapter 12, which Scram essentially says to Portiorel 
that the the your father got in trouble because someone was impersonating him and did all those crimes, which was a hundred percent true. All right, the first one is a two, um, my, minus one, so one, so mod one. Mod one. Okay, the second one. I'm actually I'm gonna use the other dice because I don't know if I believe in this purple dice anymore. <laughs> this aren't these purple dice have been cruel. Yeah, I'm actually get the fuck out of here. Do you want different? Do you want to use my gold ones? No, I have my other dice. I just thought I'd give them a chance because <sighs> they were my Zola dice, but they're cursed now. Okay. Oh yes, yes, that was a 19 minus one, 18. You're saying that there is someone out there impersonating you. Yes, they found my dropped ID or some kind of nefarious character gave them my ID. I'm just literally going to go sign up for my classes right now. Okay. But I'll keep an eye out for them, though. If I see someone who looks just like me, I will definitely let you guys know because I'll know that it's not me, right? Of course, (laughs) naturally. Uh, Do you mind, where are you staying right now? We might need to check your on you uh, once we find this individual oh yeah um i'm with my can i um this see? is still with your deception so you don't have to re-roll for this but. yeah could would i have would gorgonzola have looked at larry dilbert's address is it on the card the only address on the id card is for the university okay. itself so I'm it's kind of like a return if i'm in between thing. dorms right now i'm going it's the beginning of the semester so i'm going to go oh okay right? yeah. so i'm moving my stuff back today all right we will check with the administration and we yeah just find out. out where i'm staying okay. and come talk to me thank you sorry for the disturbance no Enjoy i'm sorry day. it's uh, we gotta i shake my fists get those those damn magic. unauthorized casters yeah yes. yeah of course all right have a wonderful day mr larry dilbert you too sir okay uh, he nods and heads back to the gate, starts explaining to the guards there. And you head down. Starts I'm going, going so fast I'm like, the speed one, walk. I need to find Larry Dilbert because he's about to get arrested. Larry Dilbert. A guy who, it was Larry Dilbert. Identical <laughs> to Larry Dilbert. The only difference was carrying a massive sword, which again, you still are kind of carrying. Um, you enter in. Do other, are other people armed? There are some people carrying, like, you know, like, quarter staffs and stuff okay. like that. Uh, no one else besides guards seem to be, at least <laughs> in this area, sword. is holding a weapon. Um, but since you're in the city, it's kind of one of those things where at the gates, they ask you if you are authorized, and they check if you have authorization to be holding a weapon. But once you're in the city, if you've got, like, a big enough weapon, it, it's like you're, that, they're like, yeah. oh, you've clearly, clearly you would have been stopped by now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how long that luck lasts. It may not be forever, but we'll That's see. That's awesome. That's... N- <laughs> That's New York logic too. You just do something that you shouldn't be doing, and most people passing by will be like, "Well, someone would have stopped them. Someone else would have. <laughs> someone would have stepped in if this is truly that this bad. This is truly bad." <laughs> so you pass under the archway, passing into the bustling campus. The lies are starting to weigh on Corkinsola. <laughs> you cannot keep track of. You see, still in under your arm, just looks up at you and was like, well. "I don't feel good about it." Okay, so don't give me that look. <laughs> uh, you head down the stone road lined with these parasol pines, these tall evergreen trees with foliage growing atop their branches as like a canopy high above um, these dark red brown trunks. And all around you see are these like nearly identical apartment buildings that are just towering above you. Sandy colored stone structures, three to plus stories high, uh, each floor lined with arches around casement windows. That's what they're called. I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Um, those windows that kind of open outward. Uh, and they've all got that same red stuccoed tiled roof that matches the rest of the city. Um, this, as you 
correctly assumed is probably housing for staff and students. Mm -hmm. um, they line the many streets. You see students coming in and out, um, offshoot of this main one, crowding with all these different people chatting and laughing as they head to class or back to their homes on campus. Far ahead, you see that there's this large grassy oval in the distance where students are playing frisbee using mage hand, having <laughs> picnics, showing off some new spells that they learned and studying for their new semester of classes. A golden statue of the emperor, a muscled man wearing full plate stands, sword raised into the sky. Uh, and you see a tour group passing by gesturing to it and chatting about his glorious contributions to the university and the city, enabling it to get to this point. That was my job once. <laughs> <laughs> Familiar. <Tour guide. laughs> uh, at the end of this circle, um, Wow, Noah definitely looks nothing like the uh, college that we attended together. This is in no way based off of Wagner College. Though if you were maybe to Google <laughs> Wagner College, you would see kind of the aesthetic, maybe. I'm, you know, again, totally original. Never been there. Never been there, never went there. It's not my alma mater, but, uh, you know, it's it looks like that. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so at the end of this circle, a set of stairs lead to a large, long building. It's front lined with columns like Congress, um, this large stone door in the center of it. Around and behind, you see these various academic buildings and apartments, but one catches your eye, the one you saw from the gates itself. That's how big it is. This enormous glass pyramid that is just gleaming, sparkling in the sun. Each story of this Louvre pyramid is lined with these glass windows, um, but it seems like it's almost shaded, like it's difficult to see inside mm -hmm. of what's going on there. Um, kind of that type of tinted glass. Mm -hmm. It's an entire structure whose walls are cleared, but still, again, it's difficult to see anything but like shapes of people moving inside and shelves of various mm -hmm. tomes. This is the legendary erudite study, the largest collection of information in all of Emeralia. You've definitely read about it before, but seeing it in person makes you realize how none of the descriptions have done it justice. You kind of step off to the side as students are passing you by. You're at this point, essentially like right in front of this grassy oval where students mm -hmm. are all hanging out, the quad. Um, I'm looking around, the camera is panning, or I'm spinning around me, I'm spinning. I'm having a real <laughs> legally blonde moment. <laughs> oh my God, there's a picture of Reese Witherspoon in my document right now. <laughs> Um, what would you like to do? Again, there's that tour guide walking around. You see there's various buildings. Um, the one at the very end is labeled Arcane Hall, mm -hmm. um, which maybe, you know, just get just guessing, you probably assume that's like the admin kind of various, the hub of where all the administration works and stuff like that. Where are you heading? Um, I guess I would like to kind of um, tag onto the back of the... Um tour group totally and just like overhear a little bit of what's going on right yeah. now see yeah. if i can get any basic info yeah you don't even need to roll for that it would, it's totally normal for students to kind of join into the line so larry dilbert wink wink uh kind of saunders up to the back of this um you make your way as the students pass to and fro uh and unlike again this is this is just like the rest of the city. People are just so wrapped up in their own thing. They're not even paying attention. And it seems like maybe Larry isn't the most popular individual because people aren't really greeting what? you as you walk through, <laughs> strangely. Uh, you didn't pull the most popular ID card. 
So you hop into this pack of young students wearing a variety of clothes. Some are in the red and gold fancy robes like you, but others are in plain tunics, all eagerly taking notes as this woman wearing red and gold robes over um, like a ruffled kind of scholar suit leads walking backwards, gesturing with the two fingered point. She's got this <laughs> flawless alabaster skin and thick blonde hair that spills over her shoulders as she walks backwards. Uh, again, she looks like Reese Witherspoon. I, I was like, I'm not lying to you. There is the she's picture. Right she's right there in my document. Uh, okay. Um, you hear she's talking. And over here to the left is the College of Conjuration. Uh, she gestures to a wide, two-floored cylindrical building and where inside you see some students are practicing, drawing summoning circles and creating simple objects in thin air. Um, we love our conjurers. Big fun at parties. Uh, over there, you can see the School of Transmutation. She gestures to a school opposite the conjurer's cylindrical structure. On the other side of the oval, this shorter hexagonal structure that seems to be made of a number of different strong materials. Like, each brick is a different substance, making a patchwork wall. Mm. Basically, it is a tradition for all the transmutation students to create their own brick and put it into replacing a brick that was taken by those who graduated with the major and beside that, you can see the Evocation School. She gestures to a star-shaped structure with a three-story tower rising from it where a massive Olympic torch kind of brazier is alight with these orange flames. There you can find the School of War Magic as well for those of you feisty casters looking to join the ranks of the Mage Guard. Uh, there, beyond the College of Conjuration, is the Dining Hall and um, a cafe for students, Cafe Gold Boy, um, named after our lovely emperor, praise him. Everyone's like, nods, praise him, praise him. <laughs> she points towards a rectangular structure lined with a few pillars with a massive open patio where students are sitting on simple stone slabs shaded by parasols, eating, laughing, and studying. Scholars exit through these automatic arcane glass doors carrying trays of food and drinks. Only the finest cuisine for the brilliant minds of Aurelia. Beyond that, you can see the Divination Observatory, where the school, where the students of the School of Divination practice. Uh, they study the stars above. Essential work to protect the future of the Empire. Uh, rising high above these lower buildings is that towering observatory that she's gesturing towards. It's got a gold domed roof sparkling in the sun uh, and a massive bronze telescope that looks out into the sky. And up ahead, of course, is the Arcane Hall, where admissions and administration are. Those of you who have not yet enrolled, uh, make sure you head there after this. Anyone who's looking to enlist in any classes, uh, make sure you go there immediately. Classes are filling up very quickly. And if you wait, you may be stuck only taking gen eds, which is no fun. Right. It's good, too, but I peel no off. fun. <laughs> you peel off? Yeah, towards the Arcane Hall. Okay, okay, yeah. You overhear, like, as you're leaving, this kid's like, oh, where's the school of necromancy? And, like, everyone laughs at him and is like, you must be a prospective student. Uh, there actually is no school of necromancy, nor is there a school of enchantment, as the Empire has ruled that these schools are dangerous and evil. Uh, perhaps if you want to work with the dead, you could become a groundskeeper at the Aurelian Necropolis. And again, like another a round of laughter as this kind of emo looking kid like puts his head down and kind of sulks behind the group. Uh, you peel off to the Arcane Hall. I you... am hustling and bustling. I'm like, Larry Delbert is in trouble. It's my fault. I'm not having another situation with my father. I need to get to him and be like, you need a new identity. <laughs> That's your solution here. <laughs> it's just like, there's you, no chance. You need to give me your identity. You gotta get out of here. 
Um, yeah, so you uh, cross the grassy oval, heading towards this massive, long castle-like building. You walk up the stone steps leading from the oval into these arched doorways with old painted goldstone doors. Uh, there are a number allowing for multiple entry points and exits for the professors and scholars. And as you enter inside, you walk over a gold leaf imprint of the imperial golden fist on the stone tiled floor and entering into this Ugh. lobby space. There's got some red velour couches and seats. Lit, there's like little floating torches just gliding through the space. Perpetual use of dancing lights just cast in here. But they gave the emperor an honorary degree. Oh, 100%. You see right on the wall, there's honorary, like 10 honorary degrees, one for every school that they supply here for the emperor. They have one that just says gen eds, full degree. Uh, <laughs> he took like math for the college bound. I took math 101 and they gave me a whole degree. Um, you, There are some like cork bulletin boards broken up by double red doors leading into another room beyond and large hallways leading away from here to other, you know, other wooden doors with like gold nameplates for various professors of the university. There are also portraits of the various alumni and faculty, their names on little gold placards. At the end of these hallways, there are these openings that lead to spiral staircases that lead to the various floors above. There's a few people passing by, kind of rushing to and fro. You see people uh, lined up in front of various doors. Where are you looking? Are you looking to go to like admissions specifically, or is there any sort of, if there, you like, are you looking for the dean? But what's your plan? Yeah, I think that I'll go to admissions first. And I think that I will once more. I'm going to uh, hit up the bathroom, mm-hmm. get in a stall. Mm-hmm. Um, this is classic do first some, day of school stuff. some stall magic. <laughs> um, some and real then quick disguise myself. On my real quick vape in the stall. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Um, is someone vaping in here? No. I wave from <laughs> blowing into my sweater, into my blazer. Zola has a vape. Yeah, oh, I forgot to mention that when Zola got to the city, she picked up she a puff bar a, right away. Oh, yeah, 100%. She went to a tobacco uh, yeah. yes, picked something up. Um, Arcane vape. No, just kidding. Don't, don't vape, don't guys. Vape. It's not good for you. Guys. Don't vape. It's not good for you. Um, I don't endorse that. <laughs> <laughs> On and off air. I personally have popcorn long, but I don't endorse it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Christ. Sorry. Uh, so um, yeah, you, you're looking for admissions. Yes, I hit up the stall and I um, use my ring of disguise once more and I'm going to disguise myself as um, new Gorgonzola, which is regular Gorgonzola, but my hair is down and I have a different nose. I've got a button nose <laughs> instead of my, I've usually got like my little hook nose yeah. and my, my nose just goes... <laughs> turns into a little button nose. You, yeah, you you quickly disguise yourself. Um, still in staying the same, I assume, or you want to change yes, it back into? Yes, still will be a little fat, okay. cat. Totally. Uh, and you also, I didn't mention this because it goes unsaid. This is still a very diverse campus. They're yeah. predominantly human, but you did see a few people. You didn't happen to see any half orcs, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it wouldn't necessarily be allowed. It just seems uncommon. Right. Um, so you you transform into this version of yourself mm-hmm. um it's like an instagram filter version of yourself i guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have little puppy ears on yeah. my head and little hearts over my cheeks there's imaginary blush just floating in front of your cheeks um yeah so you exit out of the bathroom eyes and you, are weirdly blue 
Jeez. Uh, you head down the hall, passing a few minor administration offices where clerks are running around working through records and financial documents before you find a red door labeled admissions. You see that there are only a few students waiting in line there. You walk into this large office space, taking your your spot behind a number of these young scholars. How Some, long's the line seem? It's only like four people. Okay, it's, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like they're going quickly. It seems like these people are like dropping off applications mm-hmm. and stuff like that you see that there's like some ha- like a halfling scanning over some applications there's posters for the college and the empire lining the walls as well as paintings of places on campus and the city at large and the large bust of this beautiful striking human woman engraved below it dean chantress she's got these like very high cheekbones mm-hmm. very it's like if uh yzma from The Emperor's New Groove (laughs) was just like her younger form, just like her maybe in her 40s or 50s. Um, So like Emma Stone's version of Cruella. (laughs) Exactly. Emma Stone's sympathetic version of the Cruella (laughs) Cruella before she's a MILF. Before she's a MILF. Yeah, so you get in line and after a few moments you approach the door that says Dean of Admissions on it, Hinderly Yernenberg. Jesus. Out of this, the door opens. Zola says, Jesus. Jesus, out loud. Some of the students look at you weird. Um, out of the door, a young woman with brown hair and blue eyes, face somber, passes you by. And you hear, like, a moment later, there's a squat, red-robed, gnomish man with a wisp of white hair on his head, mostly bald head, and his large, round, thin-rimmed glasses that magnify his eyes by, like, three sizes. Um, and it's long, like thin goatee on his warm looking face uh if there's no one else i'll be heading to the dining oh um yes hi uh, sorry to postpone your lunch break but i think i'm the last one all right uh sure come on in uh he turns back heads in and you walk into this medium-sized chamber with wood lining the red walls um there are a number of diplomas and documents hung all referring to this man's authority and accomplishments uh, before you are two red velour cushioned wooden seats and a small desk that's gnome size so like you sitting down in orc form it's significantly lower than you this um nice wooden desk where there is two wooden bins one that says accepted one that says rejected. Um, wow, easy, easy filing system. <laughs> easy filing system. Um, and they're packed with applications. Mm-hmm. Both just, um, you see that the rejected pile, much higher than the okay. accepted pile. There are also bookshelves in here filled with tomes and trinkets. It's it's your typical kind of college admissions office. Okay. Um, he takes a seat. Um, I shake his hand. Oh, nice to meet you. Uh, what's your name? I'm uh, Bree Camembert. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, You could Bree. call me Bree. Yeah. Nice to meet you. My name is Hinderly Yonenberg. Hi, I Mr. Yonenberg. I am Dean of Admissions. Um, he takes his seat. So, how can I help you? Um, well, Dean, I am um, new to the city. I'm actually, I'm from um, up north a bit, and I'm hoping to enroll in some night classes. Um, I do have some um, experience, you know, out, outside the city's walls, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and I found myself becoming interested in um, studying, you know, the theory of magic. Um, and I would love to you know, fill in an application if you have one, if it's not too late for the semester. Mm, you're cutting it pretty close. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, well, let's yeah, see here. Yeah, boat just got in. Sorry. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, welcome to the city. I'm sure that it has been absolutely wonderful to you. Um, Listen... I feel like I'm holding you back from your lunch. Do do you want to do this at the cafe? I can get you coffee. You know what? Sure. Let's go. Okay. He pops up from his desk. <laughs> nice. Follow me. Yeah. 
I'm glad this, they said that. This guy I'm, seems hungry. I'm very hungry. This is, you're kind of getting in my day, but it's okay. This I'm pretty hungry too, so. All right, well, follow me. So he leads you out. You head through the campus. I feel like it's like highly legal to like bribe an admissions <laughs> officer with lunch, but <laughs> such is city only, life, I guess. You only have asked for an application, basically. Fair, right? Um, um, and you head over to the dining hall. Uh, you enter the glass door slide open before you as he leads the way wordlessly this entire time he has not spoken to you um i'm just whistling trying to look like a like bright-eyed bushy-tailed prospective student (laughs) wow i'm going wow (laughs) i hope you don't mind i like to take a long lunch um, no, sounds great. So, okay, great. Um, so he heads um, <laughs> what down. Time is it? How long has it been? <laughs> You've been in here for approximately like 10 minutes tops. Okay, okay. Because, you know, I mean, you join that tour group in, like, if you listen to this episode, it's tops like 10 minutes yeah. or so. Um, so you head in through these arcane automatic doors into this beautiful dining hall. There's there's a glass window overlooking what looks to be kind of a practice space for casters and a forest so around. So I cannot believe the doors opened on their own. What <laughs> You kind fully of- pause. Have you never had arcane do- ar- arcane doors? Nope. We push the doors actually up north with our hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What kind of lunch you got here? <laughs> You're on a funny one. All right. Follow me. Uh, he heads in, heads around the corner, and you follow him down a set of stairs into this massive dining hall. I glare at his back. <laughs> just... One fucking asshole. asshole. Uh, You head down the stairs into this dining hall. There are buffets of all types of cuisine here. They weren't lying. This cuisine looks absolutely incredible. There's, it seems like they're serving breakfast all day, and there's just pounds and pounds of just like mashed potatoes and pastas Mm. and like, Mm. um, like piles of like vegetables and salads and you know hunks of meat cooking. It's intoxicating practically. Um, He, you get into line with him. Um, and he begins to pile things on his plate. I'm piling too. <laughs> you guys are piling. Um, you get to the front. The lunch lady's like, uh, "That'll be. Well, you got a lot there. Uh, Is this by weight or? It's by weight. Uh, it's gonna be two gold a plate. You see, um, this guy looks at you. All right, two. So that's four gold. It comes with a drink. Uh. Yeah, yeah, you could. You were supposed to grab one back there, but yeah, you couldn't. Just run making back. sure the drink's not extra. Oh no, no, you're good, you're good. You can go get one. Big universities, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that fucking money for just milking me. Five hundred thirty-six GP, everybody. <laughs> the, the financial updates. <laughs> um, yeah, you take a seat at a table. He does. There's like those smaller kind of square tables set outside of all these big round ones where a bunch of students are eating. Um, and you take your seat across from him, and he begins to stuff his face. Oh, so, uh, tell me about all your stuff. Staff doesn't get free lunch here, huh? Nope. Okay. Well, Thanks for paying. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm also eating just as much because like just, the just hungriest <laughs> person in the world always. Huge appetite. I'm like, it takes eat. a lot of calories to sustain your massive yeah, workforce. I eat, also, my pack is 199.5 pounds, so Whoa. I'm carting a lot around. Gotta get you a city. bag of holding. I'm, I'm always eating Naruto style, just <laughs> shoveling. <laughs> so, uh, a little bit about myself. Yeah, sure. Um, well, um, I... Yes, uh, you said you're from the north. Where in the north? Oh, yes, I am from, um, what's a region that's, like, next to Paddlewick? 
Um, there's a gnomish town that's like primarily gnomes. That's the biggest city nearby. Mm-hmm. And then farther west of that, north of Meadowmead, um, in like towards where probably where Scram actually came over the mm-hmm. mountains is Tinderburg. Uh, just a little uh, north of Meadowmead, actually. Oh, yeah, my family we work in we work in Mead. Ah, very nice, very nice. But um, I'm I'm actually a big reader, and while there's not a ton of um, material that necessarily that circulates outside of the um, capital, what I have managed to read, I've been really interested in. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I am a really quick learner. Um, I did go to um, primary school. Good. Um, I will good. say I worked. You do need a GED in order to get in. Yeah, yeah. I, I did get my GED. I worked good. on a farm, so um, mm. it's kind of like a schoolhouse situation. Oh, like. working working from a young age. Interesting. You see, conjures up a piece of paper and begins taking some notes on you. Yes, um, um, I care for animals. Um, I know a lot about medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also really um, strong, as you can see. I don't know if you guys um, take physical strength into consideration when you're admitting students, but I um, wizards could, are famously weak. But I could beat up any know. other student. Okay, not that, not that I would. Take notes but, of that. <laughs> <laughs> not that I would, but swimmingly. if there was a threat to the university, you could put me on the front lines. And I would be right there. Well, the mages of this university are very equipped for pretty much anything, but good to know. And then also the other thing is that, um, you know, I've got, I don't know if I should really say this, but I know there's this whole, like, you know, authorized caster thing and mm-hmm. everything. And But I, um, well, I, I just kind of woke up one day capable of magic. And so I thought that maybe someone here could help me, like, figure out, like, how to use it or how, why, why, why I can use it. Are you a sorcerer? No, 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 no. Okay, good. That okay. Takes a note. No, Give me no, an insight I... check. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait. <laughs> no. What? It's what even is a sorcerer? I don't even know. <laughs> um, sixteen. Sixteen. You get a you get a sense that kind that was that's an unheard of thing. Mm. Seems like getting magic without learning it mm-hmm. is one not common, and you didn't look. Didn't look like a. He didn't love it. Didn't love, it. Didn't didn't love, love it. it. He's not. It didn't look like he like wrote anything like this person's a sorcerer. But mm-hmm. he did write. He did. Seems like he took a note and was like, "That's interesting. That's a and, note." Yeah, and so I'm, I actually started to feel kind of concerned because I was like, "If I'm, you know, I'm going to be capable of magic, I want to make sure that I can use it responsibly. Mm. That I know all the theory behind it. That I know my history. Um, you know, I can use it to protect the empire and protect the city and." Uh, I could see you have a good heart. Grasping at straws. Grasping at straws. I can see you have a good heart. Now, okay, you d- you said you have a GED. Um, you, you know, he's like reviewing his notes. Yeah, I give him my PSAT scores. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, pretty good. Yeah, 600 on reading, mm. 500 on math, but I'm stronger on the essay portion. Mm, and the help. essay is optional, but I, I did it. Well, very, very good, very good. All right, well... Here, he... My fist is the size of a normal person's head, so the essays are... Mine are short. Ah, you take up most of the page. Big handwriting, Big handwriting, got it. (laughs) Okay, clear handwriting. Um, Okay, so he snaps his fingers, and you see a piece of parchment appears that says, application for admission, and he hands it over to you. I would fill this out as quickly as you can. You're going to want to get this in definitely before end of day, um, night classes are possible. You'll be technically listed as a part-time student. That's fine. I got um, a lot going on, so I don't want to take on too much at once and, you know, makes not sense. do the university proud. 
Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> nodding along. He's definitely one of those people who's like, I've heard every desperate story <laughs> yeah. in the world. Um, he, he takes some time looking over his notes. So I would say um, you are definitely an unusual candidate, but this essay is, is very well written. I'll say this. It's all about <laughs> cow mating. Cow mating. <laughs> It's fully just like the anatomy of cows. I'm like, to rear so the steer, you must put it in a hutch with its mother. So. <laughs> that was far more lingo than I expected you to spell out uh, there. I know it all from Harvest Moon, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, make sure you fill this out. I would say get it in by end of day. Um, there is an entrance exam on Wednesday. So if you get in your application by end of day, you should be able to take that. I'll go run it there right now. Okay. Well, Thank you so much. Of course. And do you have... Um, an arrangement for payment. Mm. What? Well, you you must know that university does not come free. I mean, you did just pay for food here. You would assume that there's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I figured that I would see if I got in first and then I'd, you know... Of course, See of if course. I can crack it. Of course, of course. So How much does it usually cost? I have good credit, so I could probably get a... Yeah, you know, federal yes, we or do have private some, loan. We do have some imperial loans that you could apply for. There's also work study, How's the interest course. rates on those? Uh, it is like 16%, but wow. yeah, you got to pay it off quick. But That's it's good. high. <laughs> it's really high. <laughs> um, Joe Biden, please, we need your help with fantasy tuition. Joe Biden, please, <laughs> please provide tuition Joe relief Biden, to our fantasy Please, students. my children did not go to fantasy state <laughs> school. Oh, my God. It is going to be about 2,000 gold a semester. Um, mm. Semester starts uh, next Monday mm -hmm. um, and ends come the frost joy season. So you've got about, you know, three, four months, and then we resume after the holidays and we begin again. Right. Is there like a, like a less expensive, like a J term or something, like a January term? Um, just coming for a month? Yeah. Like a couple times a week? Well, you could pay for classes, but ultimately that does actually end up being more expensive in the long run. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually spilling a lot of the secrets here. Whew. All right. Listen, I actually, I got to get this in and I have a meeting with someone else on campus, but thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy your lunch. Thank you so much to you too. Uh, Brie Camembert, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I mean, I'll let them know that you said to put this at the top of the pile. And then I run away. <laughs> Wait, <I'm sorry. laughs> uh, You head off, you run back upstairs, you head out of the arcane automatic doors, back onto campus. Uh, where are you heading? You probably have about, I'm going to say... 20 minutes left tops i'm was running like a, yeah. to throw i will i sit down on the oval and i fill out my <laughs> admission form fill your admission form <laughs> i'm looking at stilton and i'm like two thousand gold can you believe this <laughs> Stilton, yeah. now i'm gonna have to start charging you for room and board bud <laughs> <laughs> i click financial assistance so <laughs> i fill out the fafsa yeah you fill out the fafsa you also you fill out all of the general information is there anything on here that you are not being truthful about yeah okay that's um, what the main thing is we don't have to go through this is a podcast we're not going to go through an application <laughs> no, process let's do it <laughs> is, <laughs> tell me what you are either lying or telling the yeah, truth yeah so my name is brie camembert got it um i lie about my birthday okay you're not are you tourist <laughs> yeah i'm a tourist but i <laughs> i do it um a couple days later <laughs> Um, Zola is at Aries Taurus cusp, but I put it at the end of the Taurus season instead. Mm -hmm. um, this is vital information for our <laughs> Um And then I'm probably, you know, putting my um, hometown as, you know, a little town that's north of Meadow Mead. I just pick some random, like, podunk town. Sure. We're going to call it Aylston. 
Elston. Yep, Brie Kevinbear from Elston. Um, and yeah, I put I put my current address though as the uh, as the drunken Drake. Okay. So that you know, if if I get accepted, my packet. You will do. Come yeah, to you right do place. want to come to the yeah. right place. <laughs> Um, so you um, you fill out this information quickly. It takes you about five minutes because you're just tearing through it. You head back into admissions, back into the office. Stilton is writing and I am dictating. <laughs> Dictated but not read. Um, so the handwriting is surprisingly good. Uh, you head back into the admissions office. Um, you see one of the students looks up at you. Um, are you, uh, are you... Hey, yes, I'm just running this here. I'm um, sorry, what was the name of the guy I just fucking talked to? Hinderly Yernenberg. Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm just... Hinderly sent me over real quick. Can you just throw this on the top of the pile? I'm just dropping it off for him real quick. I have to run. Uh, give me a either. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably either deception or intimidation. Okay, I'm gonna go did with not say intimidation and make um kind of just this bearing presence yeah, over her. Like I'm like talking about him, like using his first name, and I'm like, can you throw this on Hinderly's pile for? <laughs> <laughs> so confident. This hat little happily <laughs> woman just looks up at you. and was like, uh. <laughs> it's an eight. Yeah, I'll make sure to get that at the top of the pile. She takes it from you very slowly and puts it at the top of the pile because that's where the top of the pile goes. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yes, did it. Nailed it. (laughs) You turn and you exit. Is there any, you have essentially 20 or so minutes left. Is there anything else you want to explore on campus while you're still here? Mm. You would know that you're not going to get like a new ID or anything until after you're accepted. If I am, you know what? I guess I will just um, walk into a hall. Um, what were the um, halls again? There's abjuration, conjuration, divination, evocation, illusion, and transmutation. But some of the schools are actually combined. Like abjuration goes with the war magic school, which is located in the evocation building. Okay, then I go to the um, evocation slash abjuration building, um, and I'm gonna try and just. Um, if, if there's, like, a big lecture hall, I would love to just, like, Zola just, like, cracks open the door and, like, sits in the back and just kind of, like, listens for a few minutes and, like, just kind of, like, pictures being a college student. Okay. Yeah. Give me just a general stealth check. We're okay. just trying to see if you slip in unnoticed kind of thing. Just, like, sitting in, you yeah, know? Yeah. You're auditing a little bit. Yeah. What that was that? One. Yeah. <laughs> that one. You, ah! you... S- <laughs> At the Sorry. moment you enter, the entire class silently just turns back to look at you. It's got that amphitheater style yeah. lecture hall. <laughs> I hold up the peace sign. <laughs> you hold the peace sign. I, Are you in the right class, honey? Oh, um, maybe not. <laughs> okay. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> you close the door very slowly. <laughs> Super so, awkward moment. So sad. Okay. Just a nat one, baby. I can't. Yeah, I, mean, I there's just, nothing I with just that. look at Stilton and I'm like, well, maybe I'll he get He walks over to another accepted. lecture hall. Okay. <laughs> I just put my ear up against the door and listen to muffled lecture for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to make out anything, but you do hear occasionally like, like popping sounds and <laughs> like people casting and practicing. Sounds fun. <laughs> All right, let's go find Larry Dilbert. <laughs> um, you head out. You walk back into like the main oval. Uh, you see at the end near the Arcane Hall, there is a woman who looks identical to the bust that you saw in the admissions office. Mm-hmm. You would assume that this is Dean Chantress. She is this absolutely gorgeous woman. She's wearing. She's on the higher side of five feet tall, and these like 
tall black high heels. She's got very pale ivory skin and these razor sharp cheekbones. She's got this pitch black hair flowing back, tied up in a high bun that meets her forehead where a widow's peak is. She has these bright ice blue eyes accentuated by this intense makeup. She's absolutely enchanting. There's some, it's almost like difficult to look away from her. Um, and she wears this high collared, kind of blood red robe lined with these golden arcane symbols and glittering clasps shaped like the golden fist of the empire, connecting it um, mm. with this long robe. Hot. Hot indeed. She's hot. She's hot, everybody. <laughs> Everyone, she's... Everyone, she's hot. Um, hot. You see students are just kind of like, walking, like, um, like um, do you have any advice? Just like asking various things. She kind of is just like ignoring them all, gracefully walking through. She heads into another building. And you continue out of campus. Mm-hmm. You pass through the uh, the turnstile, heading out um, successfully. <laughs> head, down. <laughs> head, head down. Successfully having navigated through this entire encounter. Um, you head around the corner and you see sitting at a table, Larry Dilbert, head in a book, just like scanning, reading very quickly, while his dwarven friend Tataria is sipping on a small little cup of espresso. Oh, hi. Everything okay? Hey, guys. I come sit down. <laughs> um, I hand Larry Dilbert back his um, ID. Um, oh, thanks. Hey, I know this is old. You might want to um, shred it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's people apparently picking it up and using it. Looks yeah. <laughs> um, so listen, I will, I'm not going to do that again, again, okay? Um, I have a new face anyway now. But, um, yeah, your nose looks a little different. All right. Well, I'm not, not, comment- thing, I'm not, not commenting just, on your nose. Well, okay. Could just be the light. Yes, you need to be I'm messing be less... with you, Larry. <laughs> oh, God. I'm fucking oh. with you. Oh, sweating deeply. <laughs> um, Larry, listen, um, uh. the guard's kind of caught onto my shtick a little bit. So just like, if you, if a guard comes up to you, you need to act like you had a conversation with them about someone else impersonating you. But I'm not going to impersonate you again, okay? Uh, okay. Uh, this has been absolutely crazy. You go to what magical is your name? school. How crazy could it be? It's pretty crazy. My name's Bree. I shake their hands. Give me just a flat deception roll. Yep. They do not have necessarily high passive perception, but or passive insight. Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, uh, Bree, it is nice to meet you. Um, sorry about the nose thing. I, I still can't tell if you're really fucking with me or not. <laughs> <laughs> I really <laughs> am. I put Silton in his lap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, um, I'm gonna I will take that from him Um, uh, you see Tataria starts petting the cat Uh, so are you a new student Um, I'm not sure yet trying to be you guys have you gone here for long or are you freshmen yeah I am a sophomore um, and Larry says, uh, me too. That's my, that's actually my freshman idea. I, I look a lot different <laughs> since that portrait. Oh um, yeah. Do you have a bully? Uh, well. Like a sunburned guy? Uh, yeah. Leon? How do you know Leon? Oh, well, he tried to bully me when I was you. I was like, who's this fucking guy? <sighs> yeah. You want he... me to beat him up for you? No, 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 no. He, he his father is from the, his, his, his father is from the Tuffler wine family and, and Tamamello, he is... I I I I I I'll, I'll let him bully me anytime. I'd rather not mess with them. I'm you? not saying you mess with them. I could I could beat him up. Uh, I mean, I guess if you you know, be careful. He's a pretty good mate. He's he's a senior this year, so 
Uh, yeah, but you could. Uh, if you, I'm, I'm not opposed to someone backing me up a little. I don't care if this guy's a fucking senior. <laughs> Tataria uh, looks at you, nodding with respect. <laughs> you have the right attitude. I, I like you. Thanks. I'm kind of new to college culture, so I guess it doesn't really have its steely little claws in me yet. Yes, you're, you ignoring the hierarchy is... I respect it. You would do well in Balderheim. You're from Balderheim. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm from Balderheim. Came here. I'm a I'm a transfer from Balderheim U. Oh wow. I've actually I'm this. I mean, this is probably an obnoxious thing to say, and maybe you hear it sometimes. But I have never met a dwarf before, and it's oh. a wonderful to finally meet one. Happy to be a little representative. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice she, to meet she you. Shares her, she has a very strong grip. <laughs> um, you guys live on campus. Ah uh, yeah. Uh, we are moving into sophomore housing. Which okay. is um, the higher building. She points to the the few apartments that rise slightly higher above the three stories. And you notice that it's kind of increasing from there. There's like five and then six stories, which you assume are probably senior buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we live on campus. Um, um, what school? What schools are you in? What school of magic do you oh, study? I am, I am going into War Magic. Um, oh, War Magic instead, yes. Um, oh, I mean, hopefully me too. Yeah, it's very cool. It's rad. I can, I can verify. I've hopefully, got this big sword, so. I can see that. Uh, do you have a permit for that? Mm, a what? <laughs> that answers that question. Um, you should get a permit for that. Things are so different in the north. Yes, I. In, Do you even, have a permit for a sword in Balderheim? God's not. It was. There's no problems like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone's got a sword. Uh, but here, the the empire is a little. Uh, right. they, they have a lot of bureaucracy, and they they tend to um. They tend to complicate things so that they can, you know, get a get a good control over it, but. In the north, much more efficient. Yeah, it's like when you're so controlling, it almost makes you seem like a little desperate. <laughs> this one is funny. We should <laughs> hang out with her. Um, and Zola's like, let's make you friends. <laughs> Zola looks at still and like, ah, ah. <laughs> Just um, being held in <laughs> Tataria's arms, just contently nodding and purring at you. Um, you see uh, Larry, like, wiping his nose. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> welcome to uh, come come stop by our housing uh, here. He writes down their address on a little napkin and slides it over to you. Thanks, Larry. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, we should actually probably get in. Oh, there. Yeah. I need to go declare. Um, Sorry I, for the identity fraud again. You know what? Uh, it's, I'm honored. Someone so beautiful would intimidate. Uh, uh, I gotta go. You <laughs> should not be honored. <laughs> oh, my God. Stands up and like scrambles away. Um, Tataria looks at you and nods. It was nice meeting you, Bray. You too. D- hey, take care of him, okay? <laughs> yes, he is. He is. Uh, he's a very concerning boy. Yes, yeah, seems like he's lucky to have a have a good friend. Yes, of course. Uh, I mean, last year he didn't know me. This year I'm going to get him into classes. Okay. Well, hopefully I'll see you guys around, and hopefully I will see you in the War Magic School. See you soon. She nods uh, and heads off, and you are left at the cafe. Um, you. It's probably. It's again at this point going through everything it's probably nearing noon it looks like hinderly took like a, a brunch more like uh, and you did as well i guess uh so where would you like to head now you have a little time um before the meeting tonight yeah I, well okay i uh ditch the university okay i go to the subway and um i would like like to um uh tap 
a nice looking person, like maybe like an older looking person on the shoulder. Yeah, you tap this old lady who actually kind of weirdly looks like the old lady that you had turned into. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. I'm so sorry to bother you. No, it's okay. Um, Hold on. Let me put down my rat bag. She puts down a bag that she has a rat in. I'll Told you, they're common. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Hands it to you. Holding it really tight. <laughs> it's like, scrambling around in there. Um, is there a post office or somewhere that I could like send, um, you know, a message out of the city somewhere? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, or I could pick up um some kind of device to contact someone else. Um, I if you're looking to pick up a device, you would you might want to head to the Bullion Bazaar. Oh, um, you can buy something there. There is a magic store, Marfin's Magnificent Magical Menagerie. Great name. Uh, yes, I, <laughs> I wonder who named it. Um, <laughs> um, and there's also post boxes throughout the city. You can oh, definitely okay. drop something off. There's Thanks. not a station, just spots. Oh yeah. All right. Very helpful. Uh, thank you. I help her get down the stairs. Oh, thank partways. you. Thank you. <laughs> I lift. I give Take her her rat, rat bag, bag at the end you. of the stairs. <laughs> oh, like. Almost took your rat. <laughs> I'll find you. She grabs the rat bag okay. and goes into the subway. People here are intense. Um, so where are you heading? Are you heading to the boulevard? Um, yeah, I I head to the uh, to the marketplace, I guess. You can um, actually, it's a de- it's like a decent walk, maybe like an hour or so, but you could totally walk there. All right, yeah, to I do a little walk um, through... Yeah. Through the neighborhood. Yeah, you basically take a kind of roundabout route between the districts around the education district. You see these buildings here much higher quality than in the worship or the sprawl. Mm. They are clear the streets are much cleaner. Um, you see obviously a higher tick in population for people who are like scholars and stuff like that. Uh, and eventually you find your way back into the gold mine district. You head past an archway and you begin to pass by a number of shops and street vendors selling trinkets, little action figures of the emperor, bobbleheads of the emperor, Mm. uh, little Aurelian flags red with the clenched golden fist emblazoned upon it. Streets branch off the main avenue and every few blocks you spot a set of stairs heading underground to the various um, subways. Uh, You see, you pass by Hector's Protectors, this blacksmith where there's like a large smokestack billing black smoke into the air, a familiar looking potion shop this like what kind of spindly red roof uh shingled like a fairy tale gnome's hut with a sign on it that says gorfin diddle pisses potion mm. shop having deja vu still in um you pass by an installment of taylor taste tailory that small tailor mm. shop that you saw wow chains have taken over the empire <laughs> there's big. a lot of franchises mom and pop shops are go- are going under <laughs> like crazy in the empire your gaze shifts back to the main street and at the end of it you see this huge several acres large like open air market the bullion bazaar this is where most of the goods traded in the city are sold there are a wild variety of smells wafting over you savory and sweet sweat and smoke leather spices freshly made bread and cured meats hanging from market stalls the tents are positioned underneath this massive stone platform lined with curved arches and these columns holding it up engraved with images of people creating and crafting building structures like the ones you've passed by seems like it's maybe the story of the city broken up by the words glory through creation Mm. Uh, you see 
there are a number of people hawking their wares to the citizens and tourists alike. Uh, and outside this platform, there are, of course, more stores lined in the square. It goes so far in the distance, it's hard to see everything. But you do see one that is this very, it's this three-story golden tower with these dark glass windows that seems to sparkle and obscure the wares inside. Above the door, you see a sign written in fine cursive script that seems to glow and draw you in like a magnet. Marfin's Magnificent Magical Menagerie. It seems like you would pretty much be able to find anything you want in this area. Where are you looking to, like, what are you looking to purchase? Yes, I guess I'll head into the, head into Marfin's, Marfin's ma ma Magnificent. Magnificent Magical Menagerie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, you approach, moving out of the way of an excited family leaving the store. Their kids playing with these little, like, glowing balls that not only bounce, but also let out a burst of sparkles as they fly through the air. Cool toy. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, uh, runs away, bouncing the ball. Uh, <laughs> and you enter into Marfin's Magnificent Magical Menagerie. The moment you pass through the threshold, you see that this building is much larger on the inside than it appeared to be. Before you, a red and gold carpet leads down a few steps where you see a large wooden countertop at the end where a number of these blue-skinned, tiny fey humanoid clerks make purchases and sales to the crowds that have been lined up. Standing by the side of the front desk is an incredibly handsome man wearing arc and burgundy robes with amber gold eyes, tan skin, and long, thick, dark hair parted to one side with a little undercut. The hair Sounds hot. He is very hot. Sounds like I would date him in another campaign. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, he has like a neat goatee. Um, he engages in a conversation with some well-to-do customers, leaning against a wall casually, his white smile glinting. On the other side of this carpet that leads to this front desk are bins of various trinkets, like those the bouncy balls that you saw, as well as some buttons, pins, toys, other little merchandise, all bearing the four fine cursive M's on one side and like the golden fist on the other. On the far ends of the store, you see there are shelves that line the walls heading high up into the sky and there's like floors built into there kind of, it's as if these were trees rising from the ground and these platforms were built around them. So the, oh, cool. the, the shelves connect from the very base all the way to wherever the ceiling is high above you. People are making their way through, looking through merchandise, chatting about what they need with these small blue fake creatures with pointed ears, yellow eyes, and a long quaff of pale blue hair that zip, 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 they zip around at breakneck speeds, restocking, restoring, and returning objects to their rightful place. Just like in all the other places you've gone to with mages, there are like these glowing little globules of light floating through the dancing light cantrip, um, illuminating the higher floors and balconies filled with more shelves. Um, the, as you're like gawking at all this, you hear a little zip as this blue figure zips up to you, um, a little smile on their face. Hello and welcome to Marfin's Magnificent Magical Menagerie where all things mystical make their home. How can I help you today? Hey bud, I'm, I'm looking for a speaking stone? Oh, a speaking stone, of course, of course. Um, follow me. Just okay. like zips so fast, you really have to follow him as he weaves through. I'm picturing as the um I'm picturing them as the Mr. Meeseeks from Rick and Morty. That is hilarious. They <laughs> they I'm gonna show you a picture. Everyone you can look Mr. up. Mr. Meeseeks! Mr. Meeseeks! <laughs> they are quicklings. Um they look like this. Oh, they're cute. They're very, very cute. But yeah, these little fey humanoids, uh, they all look like Mr. Meeseeks now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still, now I'm gonna have to buy a plan and stuff here. 
Plants can be affordable if, if it's necessary. <laughs> plants can be affordable. Um, plants don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be. Come to Marfin's and get a financial plan for your for your speaking stone that is affordable with great coverage. Um, you as you're like following this quickling to um, where it's coming, it's already back in front of you, holding a pair of these little stones that look like talking heads. So the pair is going to be 5,000 gold, but one is 2,500. Uh, we obviously do have payment plans. And um, if, you know, in general- Why would I buy two? Oh, sometimes it's nice to buy a pair if you're looking to get in on a family plan or something like that. Oh, family plan. Right, right, right. Well, um, I just have my cat. So. Oh, yeah. Then one will be fine. And we can talk in my head. So. <laughs> oh, you have a little familiar. Oh, kneels forward into the pets, still on the head. He purrs and does that little headbutt thing. <laughs> Beautiful little guy. Um, so, yes, it would be 2,500 gold. We obviously have payment plans, as I mentioned. But we can also do, Marfin does do um, work plans where you can kind of work off the debt running errands for him um, acquiring things he's oh yeah he's I'm, very helpful I'm interested in that I gotta be real um, I, I I'm a new student mm -hmm. um, I'm living at a tavern I got 500 gold in my bag and that's it so okay. um, I need a phone I gotta be able to get you know some data yeah. reach out across the Mara Mara like yeah. some roaming but you know I do have the sword so if we're Talking about Aaron's, I could. I'm pretty good at those. I will. I do see that massive sword on your back. <laughs> um, yes. I'm uh, good for it. Hold on one second. <laughs> Zip, zips away. You see this blue blur zip through all of the people and then up to Marfin, who you see him gesture to the, the wealthy patrons being like, hold on a second. You see he turns and talks to this um, little guy who blah, 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 is like talking insanely fast, <laughs> gestures over to you, um, just starts like mining a sword. <laughs> I put my hand on the hilt and salute. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you, back down to the quickling, um, and then he looks up at you again and waves you over. All right, come on over. All right, you approach, and uh, you kind of like squeeze through the line a little bit. These people pack trying to purchase their items. Uh, up to this very handsome mage. Hello, and welcome to Marfin's Magnificent Magical Menagerie. My name, of course, is Marfin. Uh, I am your mage on this fine Aurelian day. I heard that you were looking for some work to pay off um, a debt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Bree. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you, you. Bree. Uh, and He's going to roll an insight check. Great. Uh, roll a deception check for me. Nine. Nice to meet you, Bree. Yep. My boy Sully here said you were good with a sword. Is that right? Pretty good. Well, you know what? You might I... say as good as it gets. Oh, confidence. I love confidence. Well, let me think. Hmm. You see him, like, his eyes, like, go white as he, like, almost seems to, like, warg Whoa. into something really quickly. <laughs> yes. You know, I actually could use someone of your service. There are some items I'm looking to acquire from... He, like, looks around a bit. Some items... Uh, I'm looking to acquire from a location north of the worship district, mm. giving you eyes. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say here? I'm pretty good at locating objects in locations. <laughs> Is that a little a little spell joke? Oh. Locate object? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> you can take that. I just mean free. I can find shit, if, even if it's locked up. Great. Well, you know what? Why don't you come by... Um, tomorrow night. Okay. Um, and I can send you off to pick something up. And, um, Sally told me you were looking to purchase a speaking stone, correct? Yeah, just trying to call my dad, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, well. Try to be a good daughter. I'm gonna, that's very noble of you. <laughs> I 
I will say it is a, it is a pricey item. Um, makes sense. Makes how sense. much are you willing to put down as a down payment? Um, I guess I could put I could put a solid two hundred fifty gold on the down payment. I know it's only ten percent. That's that's perfectly ten percent is perfectly suitable. Um, I will take that now, and you can come tomorrow. And first thing, I will give you some work. This I will be fully honest with you, kid. It's gonna probably be maybe three or so jobs you might have to but you some of your stature i'm sure you'll be fine mr marfin i'm a hard worker and other than night classes i really got no obligations oh night classes you going to university hopefully (laughs) well um if they let me in oh your the exam is wednesday i heard yeah any tips have you taken it um yes there's a written portion of course um and then there is going to be just a general kind of display where you can kind of show off what you already know practical exam Uh, and then there is a bit of a duel at the end where they kind of pair you up with other perspectives yes very fun thanks it's a little cutthroat but uh you're what school are you looking to enter into I mean, obviously, you got to do some gen eds first, but... Yeah, probably gen eds. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm still shopping my options, but, I mean, War Magic seems what I'm leaning towards. Mm. Well, you definitely figure seem... Figure it out. You know, not to stereotype you, but you look built for it. You look very strong. I'm strong as Yes. Well, well th- that, that's good for this mission. Hold on one second. He looks up towards one of the very, very high shelves, like high above you, and he snaps his fingers, and um, appearing in it is a speaking stone. He hands you the speaking stone. Oh, really? Yes, it's a down... You had a down payment. I'm not too worried. I pretty much can get to anyone I need to in this town, so don't even think about running away. I couldn't if I try. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I will see you, uh, not bright and early, but bright and late uh, tomorrow night for your first mission. All right. Thank you, Mr. Marfin. Welcome aboard the team. You strike me as interesting, and I like interesting. Okay. Also, you have a little glamour on your nose, or? Oh, shh. Come on, man. Winks at you. Come on, man. (laughs) Chill with that. Don't worry. You don't. No judgment here. No judgment here. I can't. I can't lie. I've. I've taken many looks during my time. Um, But I must go help other customers. But please, it was a pleasure meeting. Thanks for your time, Bree. He winks at you. um, I scowl. Um, Yeah, with that, you seem to acquire a little job. That guy's name is definitely not Marfin. (laughs) Wow, nods with a lot of doubt. Um, Yeah, so you you've acquired a little job. First time. Yes, I'm going to take night classes. I'm going to be employed. It's a big day. I've got a a stone. I've got a stone. I got a basilisk rock egg. in my pocket. You also have that basilisk egg, which would have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Anyways, got that egg. I got those eggs. Um, That's but, what I was actually asking about the library for, so I was going to go look up basilisk. Okay, okay. But I'll do that another day. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so you head out of Marfin's magnificent magical menagerie into the bright sun of Aurelia, and that is where we will end our session today. Woo! Oh, baby, a lot of minutiae, a lot of like little things you got to put in the work. But hey, the payoff will be big. You know, when you move to a new city, it's like you got to get set up. You're not just going to dive right into your life. You got to get it. You got a separate phone plan. You got to classes, your housing situation sorted out. Get it all sorted. You know, in lots of D&D, they just like to blaze through this. But guess what, guys? The real world, it's also <laughs> fantasy. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for listening to this this episode of Try Not to Die, the best podcast out there. Um, we are very thankful, especially to our 
eldritch patrons who are supporting us during this time thank you so much especially to our tryhards and up you guys are the best the um, prepare we will be heaping glory upon your names once we finish this outro um so yes any sort of plugs anything you got to add Lisa? just follow us on um at try not to die pod on all of the things um that's where you can see what we're up to um our patreon we have a one dollar tier where you get every month like our um schedule mm-hmm. for the month what we're doing what we're working on for the future when episodes are coming out so if you want to you know give the bare minimum um well not yeah. the, bare, the bare minimum is zero because it's, zero, it's a free yeah. podcast you, can, yeah, you, you can just listen you just listen here listen to the <laughs> ads time. that's fine um but if you want to join the patreon for a dollar stilton squad and you can you know know exactly when you're getting your content hell yeah and you know what That'll let you, with a little insight, you'll be able to maybe be like, oh, this month, you know, maybe I'll, I'll splurge and get myself a little, a little splurgy. splurgy. Ooh, join the splurgy, which is the clergy <laughs> of Patreon. Uh, yes, anyways, thank you so much for listening. I'm joining the splurgy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, thank you for listening. Until next time. Join the not, splurgy. Join the splurgy. <laughs> try not to die. <laughs> All hail our eldritch patrons, especially Andrew, Anita, Becca, Colleen, Eclair, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, Nicole, Paige, Patrick, and of course, our producer daddy, Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your name. Try not to die.